All right, so welcome back um, to Are You At Your Wits End Part Two. And uh, I'm Dr. Chosik, and I am just uh, really honored and glad to be able to talk to you about some of this stuff that we're dealing with with COVID-19 and how to um, how to determine and how to make sense of all of this and also to come out of it like with a new normal, right? Things that we're really, um, that we want to move toward, toward and, and get to, right? Because I think we're all sick and we're at our wits end with this COVID-19 business. And so um, what does that new normal look like? You know, how do we get all of our ducks in a row and all of our, our little um, our, our family and, and to, to all move in the same direction and feel like we're getting back on stride and getting back into um, something that, that looks familiar to us because we don't know when, right? We don't know when this whole thing is going to end, whether it's going to be in the summer or whether it's going to be you know, in the fall, if we have a research of all this, there's just so much that we don't know. And, um, you know, part of that is we can't focus on the things that we cannot control. And it's just not, it's, it's a waste of our time. It's a waste of our mental and uh, emotional energy. And what we just really need to do is focus on what we can control and how we want things to look given the circumstances. And so I want you just to think, think on a question here a little bit for a minute. You know, what do I want to take away from all of this, right? What is it, what gifts have I gotten from this experience in, in what we're going through? And, and what do I want to like either keep doing or get rid of, right? It's a chance here to, to hit the pause button and to really think about how we want things to be. And I know it can be hard and you've probably got all kinds of, you know, uh, responsibility and challenges and, you know, maybe the kids won't leave you alone and all kinds of things for, to, you know, the, oh yeah, sure. I'm going to sit back and just reflect on this, but, you know, just take a few minutes to think about wh what do I want to um, take out of this? One of the things I've been thinking a lot about um, as I've been going on, you know, my work journey, my life journey is that it just has been so busy and it just gets busier and busier and busier every year. And that's certainly true, you know, with kids and activities. And um, I always thought, you know, when the kids all were out of the house and, and grew up that we would just be able to relax and, and, you know, not be so busy. And that's not, I found that to not be true necessarily, right? It's just a different busy. And um, what I really discovered is that instead of running to all kinds of activities, I just started working more. And I think especially in uh, working on the farm or the ranch or whatever it is, you know, we could just work 24 seven and work ourselves to death because there's always more to do. And so we have to set maybe some boundaries and some limits and, and schedule in some downtime. And that's one of the things this COVID and, and working from home and, um, you know, the whole world kind of slowing down has taught me that I can also make my world and life a little bit slower if I choose to and um, stop and smell the roses, if you will, a little bit. And so um, the other thing I've rediscovered some hobbies that I like to do and, um, you know, being outside and gardening, and cooking a little bit more and doing things that don't involve kind of the, the rush of society, right? Like going to all these things. And God, it just reminds me so much of when I growing up in, in rural um, Nebraska out in the panhandle and spending time with my grandparents and how their pace of life was so different, even from, you know, my parents' pace of life and, and now my pace of life and, you know, how they stopped every morning and had coffee together and, and talked 
And it, I just thought, wow, that's just so neat, you know, to be able to, to come together in a way, in a routine, basically, where they stay connected. And so we are going to have to figure out for ourselves, and each one of us will, how we want this new normal to look, right? And well, what do we want to take away from it? And so um, the other thing I think we have to, <laughs> to have is a good, healthy sense of humor about ourselves and, you know, to get through these challenging times. And, uh, you know, I think it's going to get a lot tougher before it gets easier with all the economics and um, problems, you know, kind of a, when we start realizing some of the effects of the economy shutting down and those kinds of things. Um, and so we have to have a good, healthy sense of um, kind of balance and humor as well, like coming out of it. And so, you know, when we're at our wits end, we need to do something that's just silly and fun and just takes us out of the problems, right? Um, maybe it's going out and, uh, you know, doing something silly and fun with your kids, having a water fight or playing with them, um, you know, in the yard, getting down on their level and doing something, or you being silly with them, um, coming up with something that makes you laugh and maybe telling wild and crazy stories or listening to wild and crazy stories. Um, and, and just having that sense of humor and playfulness, um, I think is really, it is really important when you're at your wit's end um, because stressing more about the problem and doing more of the same of what you've done is going to keep you in that same place where you are just stressed and you don't know what more to do, right? And so, you know, maybe laughing at yourself would be a really good thing. So the other thing I think if you're at your wit's end and um, str struggling um, with all of this, part of what it's done is it's disrupted our daily routines, right? And so what we used to do on a daily basis, a lot of those things are gone and we can't do. And structure and routine is so important, not for kids, it, but not only kids, it's also good for adults. And so, you know, every day there should be, there should be some predictability to what's going to happen. Um, the unpredictability and the chaos is what really leads to more stress um, and, and difficulties and some breakdowns in your mental health, actually. And so um, a daily routine is really, really important. And kids thrive on daily routine, right? And so you get up, get up at the same time, you know, have breakfast, they got ready for school, they went to school. Think about school. It's all about routine, right? You know, you line up the same way. This, we study this from this time to this time. We go to lunch from this time. Um, and so routine, we have to incorporate those routines into our daily life and our um, households now that would look like a school routine. And so whatever that routine is for you, it, it can be, you know, you can get up at eight o'clock or nine o'clock or 10 o'clock, whatever works for your family, six o'clock in the morning, um, you know, and maybe you have a big breakfast and, you know, you cook bacon and eggs and toast and, or maybe you have cereal and, and yogurt, whatever it is for you. Um, and then what is the next thing that you do? And I, I've seen where especially people who have kids and they're trying to, to get through school and, and all kinds of things. They, you know, have a whiteboard that tells, here's what we're going to do from this time to this time to this time. And so that the whiteboard and the schedule, rather than you nagging and always getting on them about doing things, it's right there on the schedule and you just point to the schedule, right? What should we be doing right now? Oh, you know, it's time for math. Let's pull out the math book or, Oh, it's lunchtime. Help me fix some lunch. 
Um, so whatever your daily routine is, whatever you want to make it, maybe you start school later in the day um, and end um, later, or you start early and end early, whatever it is that you get to decide that, right? Which is good. And that will help you and the kids if you have kids in your home do that. Now, if you don't have kids, you're not off the hook because um, a daily routine for all of us is good. And so um, I think at, at first, it was such a temptation for me just to sleep in to maybe, you know, oh, my first meetings at nine on the computer, I'll just sleep in, you know, maybe I'll get, get, maybe I'll just wear a nice shirt you know, and not and wear my pajama bottoms, whatever it might be. But I found that if I could, as I got along, if I got up, you know, did my daily routine, exercised, um, had breakfast, got dressed, put on makeup and acted like it was a normal day, my days went a little better and I wasn't quite as stressed. And so that's actually one thing that, um, you know, experts would recommend is that we have a daily routine for ourselves and we stick to it. Um, and so that would be a tip, right? If you're at your wit's end, set a daily schedule. And it's really going to become important too. Now those kids are going into summer, um, you know, it, even though we're probably not going to have a lot of organized sports or other things, pools are going to be closed, you know, all this stuff that we usually have kids do is not, is not going to happen. We can set them up with a daily routine and, you know, farm kids, I'm sure they have chores and they have things they're responsible for. And, you know, even if we aren't going to have 4-H or, you know, God, some of the, the fairs are canceled, which just is really sad. You can still do those things, but you're just not going to go right to the big um, event. You can still maybe even make your own little 4-H, you know, show and you're at, at your house and, and invite the neighbors and they can sit across the road if we're not able to be in contact anymore. And so do, just make sure that there's routine and that there's things that are meaningful that we get out of each day, right? It's the chaos that causes a lot of the problems. And so, you know, for kids, um, maybe teaching them something, something new even, or uh, a new skill, if they've always played baseball, maybe have them do something, you know, different, maybe have them um, do a 4-H project or, you know, something that challenges them, keep their mind and their hands busy, because that's really um, that's really what kids need and what we need. We need to be busy and we also need to have breaks. So the other thing, you know, a lot of vacations are, are canceled over the summer and, and we are feeling kind of cooped up. Um, <laughs> create some family fun times. Um, one of the things we did in our house one year, um, and this was in the middle of winter, right, where we just were all like so cooped up and, and tired of each other. Um, we had a... Um, uh, Pac-Man tournament, right? And so we made brackets and we, you know, paired people up and we had um, the tournament. And so, so, you know, somebody, which, you know, I'll just say it was me. I won <laughs> the Pac-Man tournament, you know, like I'm, I'm the queen of Pac-Man in, in my house because I won the tournament. Right. And so pull out board games, um, show, show the kids what you did maybe when you were a kid and, and growing up on the farm and just taking some time to reconnect and do some fun stuff as families. Um, I know it's real tempting when, you know, the economy's bad to always be working or worrying about that, but you've got to have some fun too and have that release. And um, kids need to be a part of that. And I think growing up rural is just the absolute best where you can get kids involved and active and, and doing things and you can have all kinds of um, fun, you know, fun on the farm, if you will. 
And so make sure that you're um, scheduling some, some times in your routine to do some of those fun things, right? Um, we are, we are going to have a, um, a, a patio building party uh, in our backyard this weekend. And uh, my daughter-in-law and I are going to try and recreate our favorite Chipotle recipes, right? And so those are just some fun things that we can do to build some memories. The other thing is learn something new. Um, maybe if you're at your wit's end and you're just, you know, struggling, um, think about what you might want to do to learn something new, whether it's learning a language, um, learning how to speak chicken. <laughs> There's a book out there, believe it or not, learn how to speak chicken. <laughs> um, uh, or maybe you want to, you know, um, learn how to knit, or maybe you want to um, do learn woodworking or a, a new technique or something, right? To, to keep your brain busy, that can really help um, when you're feeling very overwhelmed, right? And stressed and at your wit's end, like it's the same thing over and over again. Try something new. Use this, use this time to learn something new. Um, or maybe implement something new on your farm, right? Um, grow something different that you've never grown and, and see what it's like out in the garden. You know, and I, I think through it all, we just have to keep a, a, a good sense of humor. And um, a lot of times that doesn't come naturally to people. And, and I, I get that, you know, we, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to think up of fun things. And um, you can you can look on the internet, you can ask for, um, you know, on social media for ideas, um, utilize family and friends, think back to your own childhood, just all the different ways that you can come up with things to kind of shake, shake us up out of our um, box. And then the last thing I just wanted to talk a little bit about was um, if you're at your wits end, then maybe it's also time if some of these things don't work, that you are, um, taking care of yourself. And sometimes we can get so stressed out and so overwhelmed and so bogged down with all of the stuff we have going on, right? You know, in we talked a lot about in the, the webinars, COVID-19 go away, that one, about all the challenges we're facing, you know, especially from an agricultural standpoint, we've had the floods, We've had um, poor prices, um, you know, just uh, a lot of weather events, and now COVID-19, and all the kids are you know, home, and you're stressed, and it, I, well, I can go on and on and on about all the stressors, and it can really lead to some, some really dark places, and if you're not able to do some of the positive coping things and, um, you know, do some of the, the stuff that helps us feel connected and better, you know, it might be time to take care of yourself. And my grandma always had this saying that you can't pour coffee from an empty coffee pot. And really what that means, if, if you know, you're at, you're at your wit's end and you've got nothing left inside of you um, to help others or to help yourself, then maybe it's time to reach out for some help. And, you know, doing that is Nebraska strong, right? It is not something that shows weakness. It's actually the, the bravest and the most courageous thing you can do is to ask for help. And so um, in the state of Nebraska, we have lots of resources. Um, you know, it can be asking help from a family member, a friend, a clergy member, uh, you know, somebody that you trust just to reach out and let them know what's going on with you. And, you know, if you're that person that somebody has come to you, that you're the person that, you know, they're saying, I just don't know what to do. Don't be scared. It's an honor to be asked. And you don't have to have all the answers. Just that that person is talking is a good sign, right? 
or if you see in somebody that maybe things aren't going so well, um, that they're stressed to the max, just saying, I've noticed and, I, and I, I'm worried I'd like to help, you know, what can I do? is just really, really good, um, a good practice. We have to be good neighbors, right? And so um, noticing those things and speaking out is really um, just a very courageous and helpful thing to do. And so if, if you are in that position where you feel like you need some, you know, to, to reach out or maybe somebody's asked you what they can do, we do have some really good resources in the state of Nebraska. Um, the, the rural response hotline is a, um, wonderful resource. It's free and they offer all kinds of support. So they offer access to attorneys, to financial advisors, um, clergy mediators, and also professional counselors. And so, you know, somebody like me who does this for a living and, um, you know, uh, offers counseling to help folks start to feel better. Um, the, they offer no cost vouchers for that. So it's like handing somebody a stack of money because they will pay for the counseling services. And um, the, the hours of that are to call are Monday through Friday, eight to five. And um, the number, um, I'll give you the number here and the number and all of these resources I'm going to talk about are on the um, staying connected during tough times, the wellness um, uh, page through UNL Extension. So uh, the number for the Rural Response Hotline is 1-800-464-0258. And I'll read that again, and if, if you need a chance to grab a pencil and write it down, it's 1-800-464-0258. Like I say, that is just a great resource where you can get help to all kinds of things, but also to professional counseling. The other um, resource that I think is good, which is a, another hotline, it's a national hotline, is the Farm Aid hotline. And so Farm Aid was started in the 80s when we were going through the farm crisis. And it has kind of been rejuvenated and, um, you know, is very active now. And they do the same kind of things only on a national level so they can get you connected to maybe local resources. They're open from uh, Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. And their number is um, 1-800-FARM-AID. And so you just type in um, the numbers that correspond to FARM-AID and you'll get to that hotline. And then lastly, you know, if you just are kind of at your wit's end and it's not eight to five, right? You can't get a hold of anybody or nobody. There is the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. So if you're feeling like you're in, in dire emotional crisis and, and you're feeling suicidal or just very distressed emotionally, this, would, this number, um, you know, can call and they have trained people that can help. And um, it's one 800 273 8255. So that number again is 1-800-273-8255. And then uh, texting. So there's a texting hotline actually that goes along with that. So, you know, like for kids and stuff, definitely they like to text a little bit more. And sometimes I even do, it's hard to talk to somebody, but you know, shooting the text um, sometimes is a little bit easier when you're talking about tough stuff. Um, so you can text go to 741-741. So again, you text GO to 741-741.
and they all then there's uh, trained uh, crisis counselors on, involved in that. And so I just want you to know that when you call any of these or you go to counseling, you go to therapy, um, it's really not scary. <laughs> it's not, um, you know, we don't do anything that would cause you to be concerned or that's weird or anything like that. Basically, I'm a paid person that helps you kind of work out um, in a safe place some of your issues and come up with better ideas and plans for how to deal with things, right? So it's not that we can, you know, um, magically change things. Like, we can't change anybody, you know. We can only work on ourselves. And so that's what we do is we help you work on yourself to maybe change your outlook or maybe if you have control over some of those circumstances that you've not been doing very well at or you're anxious or whatever, we can help. And just talking about it, believe it or not, is such a burden um, reliever and it really helps kind of rewire our brain in terms of helping us to think more positive and uh, be able to go down a better path. And so, you know, if you see somebody who you see is struggling, please say something. Um, I always say, if you see something, say something, right? You're not going to plant the idea into anybody's head to do anything silly. You're not going to offend them if you say it with, with great love. Um, people are going to, you know, it might be hard, but people are going to ultimately in the end, thank you that you help them deal with what they're dealing with. So lastly, um, I am available as well in the local resource. You can find me um, through UNK at my email address is uh, my last name. So Chosik C in the number one at unk.edu. And um, if you have uh, any questions or you want to reach out or anything, I'm always more than willing uh, to, you know, do anything I can do to be helpful because like I said, this is my passion um, and I just really want to be a resource. And so I want to, as we're wrapping up this conversation, just want to thank our sponsors who have helped us to put this program on. Um, we really appreciate all of the support that they give so that we can help our ag agricultural community. So be looking for the next webinar. It's coming up soon. And this one's going to be titled, Where's the Money? Thanks everybody.